I'm Brandon, host of the On Fire podcast, and I am not here with anyone today uh, due to recent um, COVID in our lives. Um, everyone is stuck at home, and I am doing this all by myself today. So, um, you know, it's unfortunate we couldn't have anybody like Blake or Colton here, but, um, you know, next week we'll get back to that. Last week's episode was <laughs> freaking insanely received everybody loves that colton guy and uh i'm sure he'll be on a lot more future episodes for sure um but we'll we'll get to that in the future uh just a big thank you to colton for uh coming on i loved his opinions last week and just how um he was able to he, he obviously knew a lot about the players that he cared about and everything and all the stats from the week before he didn't uh, like he just you could tell that the guy watches hockey because he just knows right so uh, it was good to have a guest like that on the podcast cannot wait to have him back yeah he's a really good energy to bring back um so you know um didn't watch a whole lot of hockey this week I'm not gonna lie to you guys um but that doesn't matter because I caught myself up to speed really quick uh, I just want to you know Give a little shout out to the people watching on YouTube here. You can see that I'm rocking the letter Kenny Irish jersey. Shout out Jace. Shout out Jace for that. Gave me a good old deal on that. Uh, of course, it's a Shorzy jersey with the 69 on it. You already know. If you want to see that, go check this out on YouTube. This will be uploaded around the same time there. Um, you know, as so much as I can. And, uh, yeah, I think it's overall a better viewing experience. You get to see me recording this. And, uh, yeah, well, I say we get on with the podcast. I got nobody to chat with here. This is honestly pretty fucking weird. But, uh, anyway, we will start with our three on fire this week. I know Colton's going to have a heyday over two of these three, but here we go. Uh, The first one is the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins had 19 goals in three games this week, which is pretty nasty, and they have another game today, which I'm sure they'll do great in. Um, They had five players with over two points in a game this week. Uh, Rust actually counts for two of those because he he had three points in back-to-back games. Uh, Crosby had two points in all three games this week, as well as a lot of other players lighting the lamp for your Pittsburgh Penguins. Just goes to show that they're not just Crosby, Malkin, and bang, bang, Chris Letang. They are a deeper team than everybody thought. They're, um, you know, especially with someone like Brian Russ lighting it up, um, you know, and they've they've got some good depth players. It sucks that they lost Brandon Tanev. He's really good. He's a good physical presence and everything to have for the team. But uh, they're obviously doing just fine by themselves. They don't need him. Fuck them. They're doing great. Um, they're dominating opponents this week. Um, they're a pretty, you know, overall fun team. Um, Tristan Jari's having a better year than I kind of expected. Uh yeah, like, I, I don't really watch the Pittsburgh games, I'll be honest, unless they play Calgary, which they do, like, once a year. But I do uh, know, like, they, they're not exactly a highlight reel team either. Like, how many of their goals were on highlight reels this uh, this week? Not a lot. Whereas some of the other teams we're going to talk about in players, uh, 
you know, like, they're on the highlight reels, like, McCarr's highlight goal and everything, whereas Pittsburgh's just out here dominating, and they don't need to do it fancy. They've got all these good players, and um, nobody talks about how Crosby is over a point per game this season, but uh, he just is consistent with two points in every single game this week, consistently just shows that he's still really good. And he may only have five goals in 21 games, but he still has 24 points. So he brings a little bit more to the table um, than, you know, some highlight reel goals. He brings consistency, which is really valuable and makes him one of the best players in hockey. Um, yeah, so good week from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, the Avalanche also had a very good week. Uh, McKinnon had a five-point night in their 7-1 win against the Jets. Uh, nine points in the past three games this week. Um, that top line was absolutely buzzing. As you see, Landis Cog had a four-point night, and he was gone uh, since December 10th was his last game, but... He came back and got six points in three games to start off 2022. Welcome to 2022, baby. It's Landis Cog's year. Put the fucking phone down. You know what I'm saying? No, but uh, And then uh, Ranton in the cap off that top line. He had two three-point nights this week. Uh, and then obviously Kale McCarr had a highlight goal. That's four of their starting five all highlight players this week. And uh, I'm pretty sure Eric Johnson is also their fifth of the starting five. If not, he had a sick week, too. Uh, every game that I looked at, he was getting points, so good for him. Um, let's talk about that uh, Makar goal. Um, Makar absolutely put <laughs> Kirby Doc in the fucking dust. Buddy hit LT so hard, and Kirby Doc looked like an absolute fool. Not to mention... After that, he's got a straight beeline to the net and then just fucking throws Flowers jockstrap in the rafters. Like, the the, abs- the edge work on this kid is insane. It's it's amazing to watch. I, I, I've watched that goal so many times, and it is by far a goal of the year candidate. And honestly, you could really make a strong argument that's better than McDavid's goal from earlier this year. A lot of people, you know, it'll be between those two goals. Um, um, like, as of right now, we might see something else later this season. Um, but Makar is just, wow. Like, for someone so new to the league, he looks so comfortable out there and um, taking advantage of a weak team like Chicago. Uh, yeah, no, that was just such a nice goal. And um, I would... I go. I'm probably gonna go watch that again right after this. Like, let's be honest. Here. I'm, I'm gonna go watch that again. You know, <laughs> that's such a good goal. Um, uh, you know, also everyone knows McKinnon's good. Everyone knows Rantanen's good. McKinnon. People are saying he's the second best in the league. Whatever. Rantanen is one of the best wingers of the last calendar year. But nobody's talking about the guy that really brings that uh, those elite stars at the top line together uh gabriel landis cog the captain um landis cog is not a highlight player but he'll get you a lot of points because he's playing with these guys and he's um you know setting them up and Rantanen's obviously kind of the power forward there and um you know or, or maybe landis cog is a power forward i don't fucking know but anyway landis cog just really 
is he's not as elite as McKinnon or Rantanen, but he's still elite, and he just gets overshadowed by how good the other two are. He's very quiet out there, but don't sleep on Landis Cog ever, whether that's in a fantasy pool, a playoff pool. If you can't get McKinnon and you can't get Rantanen and you're looking for goals all the time, you know how John Carlson always gets uh, points off of Ovechkin's goals? That's Gabriel Landis Cog. He's very undervalued. He's a very 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 good player um someone that the avalanche i'm sure values a lot um you know at one point was the youngest captain in the nhl and uh yeah it's pretty good all right we're gonna move on so uh here we're gonna this one's really gonna get colton all riled up you know he's 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 listening tightly you know he's uh um you know he's He's been talking a lot about Debrinket lately, and uh, I know Chicago's not doing that great right now, and Debrinket himself didn't really have, relatively speaking, an all-star week. He had four points in three games, which is good. Um, it's just Debrinket really stood out to me this week because of his performance in the Colorado game. They were outmatched, but he still had two goals in that game, and... Um, you know, a lot of other people had two goals in games. So what What makes them different? Well, um, I get it's about who's been on fire this week. But Dabrinkit is just that player who consistently is a top-of-the-league goal scorer. You don't believe me. Well, then, why is he tied for third in goals this year on Chicago? Why was he third in goals last year? Why... Has he always? Why is the lowest he's finished in the top in the ranking of goals in the league sixth in 2017-18? Why is he consistently in the top six goals and the goal scorers in the league? He always is. He's a great player. He but the thing is, is he's like five nine. He's like Johnny Goudreau height, and he's doing this, which is insane. Johnny Goudreau was in the top of the league like once and Debrinket to me holds way more value because he's consistently on a bad team mind you in the top well top three for the past like few years but you know career-wise consistently in the top like six for goal scorers he's a very underrated player as well Colton loves him I think that's a guaranteed to bring it jersey sale, so you're welcome in Chicago. Uh, Colton's probably going to go buy one right after this podcast. And, uh, yeah, no, he's a beauty. He's a little ugly, but um, he can put pucks in the net. He's definitely a goal scorer. Um, you know, it's people like him and Connor Bedard and Ovechkin, when you watch them score, and there's just there's just a way that they score and you look at them and you go, that's a goal scorer. You know, like someone you look at that and you're like, they, they've they been scoring goals for an awfully long time, okay? And, uh, you know, Dabrinkit being such a small player, you wouldn't expect that. You wouldn't expect him to always be one of the best players in the league. Well, everyone's saying, oh, Johnny Goudreau was one of the best players in the league. One year he was. Only one year. So what's Goudreau's excuse now? He's had time. He's basically a vet in the league now. Like, let's be honest. He's just 
closing up the gap to 30. And, uh, yeah, like, Debrink is just better than him, period. Like, people might think, oh, Johnny Goudreau uh, is, like, the best or whatever. He's not that good, guys. Debrink gets the best small player in the league, period. I don't want to hear it. Uh, You know, I think this week and really just this past month shows how bad the Edmonton Oilers have been. And boy, when those guys are doing bad, you know I'm going to take the opportunity to talk about it. Pretty sure they only won about somewhere between three and five games in all of December. That's about a week's worth of games, mind you. Um, and they lost everything else. Uh, the team who started off 9-1-0. and Yikes, guys. Uh, maybe not 9-1-0. You know what I mean. Um, they had a hot start, and we talked about, are they going to be able to, to uh, maintain this? I think they flew a little too close to the sun. Connor McDavid's injured now. And uh, they're starting to look at the trade deadline and going, uh, what do we trade for? Well, honestly, guys, you're kind of fucked. You're not making the playoffs with just one added player to your uh, squad right now because you guys suck. And um, you need goaltending. You need defense. And you need all this and that. You guys may have uh, forward depth, so I probably wouldn't worry about that um, because you're not going to. Um, but anyway, you know, you know, I think you guys should chase at the trade deadline. Someone like, uh, uh, like Ethan bear is a good, is a good defenseman. Uh, someone like Caleb Jones, who's nice and young. I know Chicago is kind of going to be a seller at the deadline. Um, Adam Larson in Seattle as well. Um, you know, just, just a bunch of guys like that. I feel really work with the chemistry in Edmonton, I feel like they'd do good there, and I feel like Edmonton would want them for a while, uh, and they'd keep them around. And uh, obviously, we got to talk about goaltending. Um, Miko Koskinen and Mike Smith, I'll be honest, not a great tandem. They've got that rookie in there. I don't even know what his fucking name is, honestly. Like Skinner or something, I think. Anyway, um, everyone thinks he's the next Jesus. Okay, let's calm down here, guys. He had, like, a few good games here. Your team's still garbage. Fuck. (laughs) Let's just calm down here. Um, Like, you guys aren't good. You guys have completely fallen out of the race for the Pacific. Um, Like, you need to do something, and quick, because McDavid and Dreisaitl are no longer on pace for 50 and 50. Ovechkin basically has the same amount of points as them now. And yeah, they're still leading the league, but uh, they've slowed, they've kind of slowed down and um, they're a lot more vulnerable to be taken over for the top of the league. And with that goaltending situation, um, you know, I I think potential trade line, uh, trade deadline candidates could be, you know, one of the goalies from Minnesota, I think I heard they were looking at moving. Uh, maybe you guys are looking at capitalizing on a defenseman like John Klingberg. Um, you know, maybe like a veteran goalie who's looking to win a cup or something. Like, uh, I, I know there's lots of options for you out there. 
Tuka Rask is getting back into the mix, uh, but he'll probably just go back to Boston, so you guys could probably just trade for, like, Olmark or something. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a pretty, pretty shit situation out there, I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, no, with... With just me here, it's not a lot to talk about this week. Uh, I still felt like I should get an episode out, obviously, as, uh, you know, a lot of games were played this week, uh, given, you know, a lot of Canadian games and stuff like that were postponed. But um, we still had a good week in the NHL. Pittsburgh, uh, Colorado uh, had really good weeks, as well as some other teams. My Flames didn't, sad. Anyway, um, they kind of got this week by florida and carolina that's kind of a rough stretch right there but it just kind of goes to show like okay this is this is something that actually i do want to talk about before i end this the calgary flames think they can win with the squad that they have and they have been thinking this for years and they need to stop thinking that because they fucking can't they can't because look look what happens we have a good squad. I'm not denying that. But teams are better. They have better squads. Mainly in the East. Florida. Uh, Carolina. Tampa. Now, let's say by some 6-pound, 8-ounce, newborn, infant Jesus miracle that we made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Brandon's got his Flames jersey on. He's got a couple flamethrowers going. And he's got all the boys he's down at Red Mile. He's getting shit-faced and watching this team. And then outskates the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning. With the best goalie in the league. The best defenseman in the league. Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point. All these fucking guys. And who do we got? Johnny Goudreau, Matthew Kachuk, Sean Monahan. Oh my God, guys! If we even make it to the finals, which we're not going to, how are we gonna compete against these guys? The second we have to compete against an East team, we're fucked. And even some of the West teams, like Vegas at full strength with Eichel, Stone, Pacioretty, Shea Theodore, Alex Petrangelo, Robin Lehner. Like, they're just disgusting. Jacob Markstrom's so good. I get that. We have a decent decor and everything. But we we seriously cannot do anything as a team until we uh, get rid of Lucic's contract, free up some cap space. Because we are in such a horrible... I, I don't even think we have a million in cap space right now to use. And we don't even have nearly as good of a team as Tampa does. And they're handling their cap situation. Like, I, I, is it Brad that needs to go? I don't know. But they see, all, all I'm saying is they need to stop thinking that we can win right now because, what, we get past a round and then we lose and then we just end up with a worse pick in the draft. We've seen this one before, Brad. Fucking overhaul a team or get out there and buy something. You should have bought Eichel. You should have signed all this shoulda coulda woulda but it's too late okay it's over merry christmas where's the fucking tylenol all right all right everybody that was a good episode this week uh thank you for tuning in 
Um, I pre- once again, I appreciate all the listens on the last episode. We'll, we look forward to having Colton back on quite a few episodes in the future. Uh, thank you so much for all the support. Um, Blake, thanks. You too. He just can't be here right now. Um, but he'll be back next week, hopefully. Uh, check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, um, TikTok. Um, and, you know, I- I'll try and start posting a little bit more everywhere. Um, till next episode, we'll see you guys later. You ready? And then Blake would go, yeah.